Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Well, hey friends, welcome back to Anchored In Always. So today I have a guest on my show, and I am so excited to have Lydia on the show with us today because um, she is a fellow podcaster, and I met her a few years ago just through uh, mutual friends in the podcasting world and the Christian coaching and online entrepreneur um, groups for Christian women. And she just has such an amazing personality and amazing story. Her podcast is about marriage, and that's close to my heart. Um, and so we've just connected. Um, she was a, I was a guest on her podcast um, not too long ago and shared a little bit about our story. And so I just wanted to welcome her to my podcast today so that you all could get to know her and hear a little bit about her story, because I know that it's going to be just a, an encouragement to you, especially those listening that are married and maybe struggling in their marriages and relationships. So Lydia, just thank you so much for joining us today. And if you could just share a little bit about yourself um, so the listener can kind of get to know you, that would be great. Hey, thanks for having me on. I was so honored to be asked to come on. I loved having you on and I just love this genuine connection. So I hope that this message resonates with some of you listening. My name's Lydia. I am um, a wife of 13 years. We are kind of high school sweethearts. We met, we're friends then, but we have two boys. Uh, One of them turns 12 next week. And then we have an almost nine-year-old and I'm a homeschooling mom, a former teacher, and now a podcaster. So that's me in a nutshell. Wow. You wear a lot of hats there, mom. I do. Kudos to anybody who um, homeschools. I think that is just so awesome. And um, I feel like I would never have the patience, but but I, I hear that from a lot of women who go into it maybe a little terrified, but find that it's very rewarding. Um, and I think having your teaching background is probably helpful too. So um, that's so awesome. Well, um, I just wanted to kind of start out with just your, I had mentioned earlier, your podcast is all about marriage and Christianity um, and just growth and marriage, uh, crisis, restoration. And um, so I know that I have a lot of listeners that that are married or have struggled in their relationships and marriages. And we know that it's, it is a daily commitment and that the enemy is just constantly attacking, attacking our marriages. He does not want Christian marriages, especially to you know, um, have victory and find freedom and move forward and advance the kingdom. So can you share with us some of the struggles that you faced in your own marriage? Yeah. And as I'm learning more and more about God's design for marriage from the beginning, the mission for marriage, and really the enemy's schemes against it from the very beginning of time, Mm -hmm. um, I'm understanding more and more what it looks like and what it did look like earlier in our marriage. And unfortunately, hindsight is 2020 and we gain experiential wisdom through our trials. And if we're willing to allow God to use them as lessons, then we learn from them. Mm 
when my husband and I share our testimony in re-engage groups or just with couples one-on-one, we have received comments like, wow, thank you for sharing your train wreck. (laughs) Or, whoa, that was plot twist after plot twist. And it just goes on and on. And the more that we share, the more even we are aware of how many times the enemy has tried to come against us. And that's looked like some circumstantial things out of our control, as well as sinful choices that we have made. We've experienced choices with betrayal, deception, and addiction that really led us down the path of separation and divorce papers that were signed and almost done. Lawyers sharing our boys on the weekends. And it was a long separation. Um, Seven months of working toward divorce and then an additional six or seven months of reconciliation before moving back in together. And... We just kind of, we hit rock bottom and floundered in shame and regret and pain. And um, we walked through trauma of my husband's cancer journey while we were dating, his parents' divorce, and just so many more little things throughout. And even the struggle of reconciling and how to navigate that well. It's not a walk in the park, I'll tell you that. (laughs) And so at times... It's felt like um, we're up against the enemy, and we are. Um, but it's just—it's more of an a, uh, more of something that we're aware of now. Yes. Oh my gosh, so much. Um, like I can see what people are saying. You know, when they say plots and twists and turns, like just um, you know, going through everything you went through in your marriage, and just—I think it was important. That, you know, when you said consequences, some some things are circumstantial. Like it's just circumstances that are out of our control that happen in our lives that can devastate marriages. But then there are also things that are consequences of sinful choices that either spouse or both spouses can make that can cause um, damage to the marriage. Um, And then, but then just how do we navigate that as believers? Um, And I just, that's just such a powerful story. And the cancer on top of that, that being like the, that, the circumstance that you couldn't control, you know, um, and it does feel that the enemy just throws anything at us. Like he's, you know, it's just constantly throwing things in our path to try to trip us up. And I know I felt that way, um, in my own marriage, just feeling like, you know, um, most people would divorce from any one of the experiences that Josh and I endured the infidelity, the substance abuse, and then the loss of a child. Any one of those things can take a marriage out, but that, um, we're actually stronger and closer having gone through all those things. And even though I would not want to go through those things, any, any of them, again, um, I am thankful that, that God has used them to, you know, bring us together and not separate us because I th- what is that passage in, I think it's in Genesis and it's Joseph saying, you know, what, what Satan meant for harm, God is using for good. Uh, Genesis fifty twenty. Yes. I just always love that when I always get chills when I hear that verse, cause I think about like, Yes, they, and you were trying to just totally destroy this marriage. And, and it sounds like he was trying to destroy your marriage. And I think, you know, often it's, there's something really special that God has and, 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 and the enemy is just even harder trying to attack us. So, um, Lydia, just, if you could share a little bit about what changed, you know, what's the, what happened in your marriage that has really helped you the most, um, to be able to grow from all of that hardship and experience 
healing in your marriage? Well, I've joked about it being humble pie was what we ate, (laughs) but what we found most helpful is community and accountability, that humility and repentance. Um, We were pretty isolated. We're both army brats and our upbringing of moving all over the world and moving frequently. We were both used to not letting people in and keeping them kind of at arm's length because either they would be moving or we would be moving. And so kind of what was the point? And then us both being used to that, we didn't really know how to bring vulnerability and honesty into our relationship. And it was a pattern of leaving the past behind and not really dealing with it, just moving on. So as married adults, we just didn't really know how to be vulnerable. And so isolation was a huge factor when we think our problems are unique or that no one understands or that we have to figure it out all by ourselves. That's really what the enemy wants. He wants to isolate. So what I found hope in was Revelation 12, 1 through 12. I won't read the whole thing, but one of the verse says they triumphed over they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And it's been a matter of being open and honest and real with our people that has brought a lot of healing. And it's that continuation of community. Having a healthy marriage for us right now looks like that community is allowed to speak hard truth to us and check in on us and say, hey, how's this going? They know our tendencies, they know our pitfalls, our temptations and our tendency to isolate. And so if we start to pull away, they can call us out. (laughs) Um, It's not been an immediate process, but that's been one of the, excuse me, it's been one of the most helpful elements. And really where the humility and repentance comes in is just being humble with them and with each other. And more concerned now about how to keep that line of communication open Mm -hmm. and remain humble over what before was more like self-protection and really self-righteousness. Yeah. Um, I, I have to agree like so much with what you said on, on the community support, because the enemy definitely does thrive in isolation. When we keep things hidden and secret, um, then that's where he does his most manipulative work in our minds. And it's when we can kind of step out in faith and be vulnerable and honest and share, um, what's really going on. Um, and that's what I love about like celebrate recovery for us too, is, is people share their testimonies and their stories and they're not sharing just the highlight reels. They're sharing the like ugly nitty gritty truth and the brokenness And um, I think that's a hard thing for us as believers to do, because I think sometimes we can believe the lie that um, if, if we're struggling, like we don't have enough faith or uh, we're doing something wrong. And so, so God's favor is not on us. And so we don't want to admit that. Um, But yet everybody's struggling and nobody's, you know, coming forth and being honest and true about it. And so we can't walk alongside each other in pain when we don't know what's going on. And so when you take that leap of faith, like you guys did, and like we eventually did and share, this is what's really going on. You know, um, that's when the healing can really begin. And you need that constant accountability um, and community and support to be able to get through it because it's a daily battle of our flesh, you know, against our spirit. So, um, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with everything you said, community support, 
accountability and being honest and vulnerable and open about where you struggle. We call that in recovery, like stepping out of denial, yeah. <laughs> like not staying in denial any longer and realizing, okay, I struggle with this. He struggles with that. We need help, you know, in our weakness, he is strong. And so we have to admit that we are powerless, you know, but he has all the power and he wants to help us succeed and find victory. So, um, yes, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and then Lydia, so how is God working in your life right now as a result of going through the, those difficult experiences that, that you've had and, and how is he using those things to like help you encourage other women? And like you said, share your testimony by the word of your testimony. Well, he just continues to draw it out of us. Um, he gives us opportunities to share and prompt us to share with other couples in conversation naturally, just as we are at the baseball field with our boys or we're on, you know, meeting up with a friend in, in a coffee shop and the conversation just leads that way. It's really organic and he just keeps bringing us people. We we were leading the small group of re-engaged, which is part of our testimony is we went through this program and then we ended up leading it, um, the most unlikely people, but that's how God uses us, right? And that stopped uh, during COVID, but people kept coming. And so he just kept bringing, and we just kept feeling this pull to keep sharing, but not just broadcasting it to the world. It's more like he would give us certain people, and he's really emboldened us to not hide what we've been through and just to keep sharing that hope. And for me personally, he's given me the the platform of my podcast to share lessons I've learned and things that I wished I had back then or had after everything fell apart to heal. And he just keeps connecting us with, with others and really networking and partnering with other people who are on mission to fight this war on marriage. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to help women focus on or less on their marital status and more on the state of their own heart, their mindset, their responses, and work through like how to handle those tough situations that come their way in a way that um, honors God Mm -hmm. and just helps them to stay rooted in God's word. And so most of it's really natural conversations and connections. And I just, I love that it can be so simple. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think sometimes we feel like, you know, we have to do this great big thing or do what um, somebody else is doing um, to find success and to feel like fulfillment and joy. But really, it's like when when you look at your own life and the experiences you've been through and what you've learned from it, that's that's, you know, where usually God will put you to teach and pour into other people. And you can do that from a place of like genuine compassion and empathy because you've walked that road. Um, and so I think that's so important, like all of us, every single one of us, um, everybody listening, you know, we, you've all gone through something, um, just like Lydia and and myself. And so there's, there's a group of people, women maybe, or, or people that need to hear from you, um, that God has specifically equipped you to, to speak into their lives and to encourage them and, and, and bring hope. And he's gifted you for that. And so just kind of uh, stepping out in faith and, and, and following up with that. So I love that you were brave and bold and started the podcast and are sharing your story. Um, you're giving purpose to your pain. The things that you went through uh, were not for no reason. God is using them for good um, mm-hmm. and because you've surrendered them to him and you're willing 
to step out and talk about it and have those those hard conversations. And I also love how you uh, help the women focus on themselves, because I think that's a very common struggle in marriage is each of us are trying to fix the other person. And, you know, if he would just get his act together and start doing this or that, or she would just stop talking and nagging on me all the time, then everything would be fine. And that's not the truth. When we, we focus on what we can control, which is ourselves and our attitude and our own character defects, um, and how we respond, that's all we can control. So when we focus on that, we can, um, move forward better. You know what I mean? Then, then when we're trying to fix something that's not ours to fix, you know, when we can surrender our spouses to the Lord and say, you deal with me, you fix him. And now what do I need to do to work on my heart? Um, so kudos to you for that. I really love that. Um, and I think a lot of people need that message. So, um, and I love your podcast, by the way, it's very encouraging, very motivating, and your Facebook group, the community, um, that also you just pose such great questions in there um, for, for women to just really think and reflect. And, and that's super important, too. So I love what you're doing um, with what God has done in your life. So, um, Lydia, I just want to thank you for just taking the time to be with us today and share a little bit about your story. I want to encourage all the listeners to I'm going to put her link to her um, podcast in the show notes. So I would encourage you to check her out, um, rate it, review it, um, subscribe and listen to her episodes. I know that you're going to get a lot of value out of it. Um, And Lydia, thank you for just taking the time to be on the show today. And if you would just close us with any final thoughts and, and, and close us in prayer, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Well, like you said, the getting out of the way piece on our end, I actually shared something in my Facebook group just the other day that I saw this picture and I had to add text to it because it just came to me right away. It was a side-by-side picture of the sun shining on a plant, but on one side, there was a magnifying glass in between the sun and the plant, and the plant was actually burning. Mm. And then the other one was just the sun, you know, bringing light to the plant. And I just thought, man, we're like that magnifying glass. We wives can tend to be so focused on our husband's issues that we think we're helping God. We think that, oh, God, you need my help because my husband needs this help. Let me be the one that highlights and brings up this because I'm being helpful. But we can actually be doing more damage, be working against what God is trying to do. And when we do get out of the way, which I learned that the hard way, but Mm -hmm. when we get out of the way, he knows what he's doing. He doesn't need our help. Mm -hmm. Um, he, He can use us. He uses us but we don't need to insert ourselves in between that relationship. And if we really want growth, we do have to learn how to surrender that. So that's just my final thought. The the prayer I wanna pray is gonna be from the verse Ephesians 3, 14 through 19, some of the verses in there. So Lord, I just thank you so much for each of these ladies listening that they are here, that they Uh, this message is timely. And so if there is any piece of this that needs to bring them hope, I pray that, and I trust that Holy Spirit, you have softened their hearts already in preparation for hearing this and that the words of my mouth are pleasing to you and that um, both Katie's and my stories are 
able to continue to bring comfort and hope to others. And for this reason, I bend my knees before the Father that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his Holy Spirit in the inner self and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and height and depth to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. Amen. Amen. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com and be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored and Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.